This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. They seeing you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby, for another great show. And I want to start this way, folks. Sometimes social media can be a very bad thing. Sometimes social media can do good, but there are times when social media can do a lot of bad. One of the most beautiful women in the world, I want you to hear me, folks. One of the most beautiful women in the world thought that she wasn't pretty enough thanks in part to online bullying. A former Miss USA, Chesley Christ, took her own life. A former Miss USA took her own life after experiencing bullying online at the age of 30. At the age of 30, I want to, um, she jumped out of a window this past weekend. And uh, I just want to give you one of the quotes uh, that of, of a comment that she made. And then I will tell you how it blends in with this morning's topic. She said, I can't tell you how many times I have deleted comments on my social social media pages that had vomit emojis and insults telling me I wasn't pretty enough to be Miss USA, the woman that actually won the crown, and that my muscular build was actually a man's body. She earned a law degree and an MBA at the same time law degree and an MBA at the same time worked as a correspondent for extra and lived in a luxury condo in Midtown Manhattan, the building from which she jumped, jumped out of the uh, window. And that brings me to my topic use of social media. My grandmother who raised me, raised me on a tradition of boy, 
if you don't have something good to say, then don't say it at all. If you don't have something good to say, then don't say it at all. I'm not glad when anyone loses their job. I don't wish that on anyone. But why why do folks hide behind social media and say some of the worst things possible? Dumb things that a person can say. And that brings me to the police. And by the way, in our Chronicles of Dominic Carter segment about 1240 this morning, we will talk to a retired cop. He will be calling in Pat Russo, who runs the Cops and Kids Boxing Program for the NYPD. But back to online and the police. In an online rant. An actress who called it ridiculous to close NYPD streets for the funeral of Officer Jason Rivera has been fired. Now, keep in mind, folks, an NYPD detective shot in the leg while executing a search warrant was just released from a Staten Island hospital Monday to continue along the road to recovery. And keep in mind that this actress that has been fired for her social media rant comes as the wake for Officer Rivera's partner, Wilbert Mora, starts at St. Patrick's Cathedral in just hours. I'm going to let you hear a cleaned up version of what this woman said, of what she said. And I'm still trying to understand this. Her name is Jacqueline Guzman, right? And she says that it's ridiculous with with a curse word that the streets were closed for his funeral. And this 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 comment on social media, it as you might imagine, went viral. I want you to listen to the first part of what Ms. Guzman had to say. We do not need to shut down most of lower Manhattan because one cop died for probably doing his job incorrectly. They kill people who are under 22 every single day for no good reason, and we don't shut down the city for them. Now, think about this, folks. A police officer buried an entire force, demoralized, and this is what she said in a video on her own social media, and now she's been fired from her job. She continued with her comment. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What if somebody is having a heart attack in this area? Nobody can get to them because it's all blocked off for one cop. Now, ma'am, just so that you know, because you're speaking uh, in a way that's not factually, when the police close streets like that, they have a, a well-thought-out lane 
that is solely for emergency vehicles, if need be. So it may not, it may look like everything is shut down. It may appear that everything is shut down. But in the event of emergencies, there are lanes. The NYPD establishes lanes for ambulances, police vehicles to make you through in an emergency. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. I don't understand why people do some of the things that they do on social media. Then you add a New York City math teacher, math teacher. He lost his job this weekend after another comment on the funeral. Coney Island Prep has confirmed that Chris Flanagan no longer works for the school. He posted a video to his Instagram story showing the flood of police officers at the funeral. And then he posted the date, 5-30-20, in which he says NYPD SUV drives into a crowd of protesters, and he says ideal con- conditions to basically to do the same thing at the police officer funeral. Why would you put something like that? on your own social media. Why do people feel that they have a right to say anything they want about anyone's look, sound? You don't you don't you don't analyze yourself, but you've got everything to say about everybody else. Let's start with the uh with the uh Telephone calls. Let's start with John in Staten Island this morning. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning there, Dominic. Uh, I was going to mention the, the first half. The, the, the lady here is uninformed because, number one, there were 5,000 officers at St. Patrick's. And you know what? I believe 99% of them all learned CPR. So if somebody had a heart attack, you would have 5,000 people responding to something right away, okay? So she is uninformed, one of these people that have a closed mind and do not know what's going on. Number two, with the bullying, uh, when they made these things, with the comments coming back to people, that all belongs right on Twitter's and Facebook's lap. You know what? When you know how many years that... You can bend on uh, these social media places where the people respond back with comments, with disgusting comments. Uh, you know what? Then Facebook and Twitter should have had multi-million dollar lawsuits against them because for them to allow them to let people get bullied by these comments, there should have been a billion dollar lawsuit against Facebook and Twitter. Start it all over. You know what? Let people post their comments, but don't let people comment back if they're going to bully. That's, that was put in so you can have so many repeating comments back and forth just to get product. People have to respond to this stuff. It's all responding to product, money, and services. And you know what, John? You are correct. You, you are correct. But again, I, I return to, to my original thought of how I started the show this morning. A woman 
who literally, literally won the uh, Miss USA pageant. One of the most beautiful women in the world thought that she wasn't pretty enough, thanks to social media. And, John, I, I thank you for the call, but but something has to give. And now we're essentially attacking police officers that are no longer alive. One of the funerals hasn't even happened yet. And what makes someone sit down? I mean, are, I'm just going to say it, folks. Are, are people that bored with their lives? where you have nothing else to do than sit down and 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 post comments, right? So and I'm not personalizing this, but I guess I am. So there's one person that I used to take their telephone calls on this show. There's one way that's guaranteed where I will not take your call. I take everyone's call even if I don't agree with what you have to say. But if you make it personal and attack someone, I will not take your telephone call. And one person who thinks that I don't know who it is doing the posting, and it's already been confirmed several times, posts comments about me that I won't repeat on the radio, right? But I have children. We all have families. I'm a big boy. I can take it. I can dish it out. I can take it. But I I don't, because I won't say on the radio what you want me to say, you're going to post comments that you know my kids are going to see and my grandkids. That's not cool, folks. It's not cool. Let's go to Karen. Karen's calling from uh, Rockland County this morning. Good morning, Karen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, unfortunately, there's no morals or you know self-conscience anymore. Uh, I, I never liked social media. I, I was never on Facebook. I never had voicemail, any of that crap, because I don't care. I mean, the people whose lives I'm interested in, I talk to them. But, I mean, you know, this stuff that's going on social media is it, disgraceful, I think. And it starts, I think, from the top from the federal government because they allow everything to, to you know, be said. I mean, did you know here this Corey, what's her name, Corey Bush or the other day? Her car was, uh, something happened to her car, and but she was attacking the police. I'm listening. I'm listening. Corey Bush, her name is that uh, Wisconsin or something? It, it's, uh, the name is not fully coming to me at, at the moment, but go right ahead, please. She's a senator. Okay, Corey a U.S. Bush. senator or a state senator. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they get to think they can say whatever they want, and I, a lot of it is, I think, it's a liberal Democrats, a liberal politician. And why the hell is Biden coming to uh, New York City? <laughs> Give me a break. Let him say why. He hasn't done anything anywhere. And all these attacks, I bet, I bet a lot of them are caught by all these people coming to the border that we don't even know about. He's coming, you know, probably wants to stay in a hotel here. <laughs> get, him on well, a, get, him on a, get him on a coach bus. <laughs> on a coach bus. Wow. Well, Karen, I thank you for <laughs> calling from Rockland this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Social media is getting a lot of people in trouble and an online rant, an actress who called it ridiculous to close 
NYC streets for the funeral of Officer Jason Rivera has been fired. Let's go to Lauren in uh, New York. Good morning, Lauren. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I wanted to thank you for saving my life. Um, Basically, that's it. I'm not on social media, so I don't know how else to do it. Uh, The other night, you talked about people thinking that the drug dealers were their friends, their friends. And you said, no, they're the devil. They're the devil. And they are. And they are. Yeah, but it got through to me, and I thank you. I'm not going back there. So, so Lauren, uh, it sounds like, and I don't want you to discuss something you don't feel comfortable with. So, it's not, what, what, you had an addiction problem. Oh, I do. I'm not feeling very well right now. Yeah. Okay. Buying, uh, they're going for uh, fifteen dollars for ten to three twenty-five. Uh, that's oxycodone with three twenty-five. Uh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. But, uh, that's if it is what. It, what hey, what but it, Lauren. But Lauren, I, I say this from the heart, and I really, I really, really, really uh, strongly believe this, and I want you to understand this: that we believe in you, and you can overcome the situation that you're in. You can do this. I know you can do it. Well, that's why I'm calling. Your words just uh, came right through. I don't know how else to explain it. No, I I understand sometimes uh, messages are sent from the the strangest uh, possible messengers that one can imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But, Lauren, we believe in you and and hang in there. And um, with the right professional help, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an MD. I'm not. I'm not a um, a, a drug counselor, but but um, I know that this is something that you can do. So I thank you for the call, and we wish you the very best. And and down the road, please give me a call back and let me know how you're doing. Okay. Sure will. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank thank you for that call, Lauren. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. Time for a break, and in doing so, I want to tell you about my great friends at D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. D'Agostino and Associates has been helping the injured in New York and New Jersey for over 30 years. To John D'Agostino, nothing is more personal than your accident case. He built a legal team of almost 50 people, including 10 lawyers, to get the job done. His own son and daughter are lawyers in the firm. That's why they take your case so seriously. That's why your personal injury case is so personal to John D'Agostino. D'Agostino and Associates will fight for every dollar you deserve. Why? Because they care. Because personal injury is personal to Jonathan D'Agostino. Because he's been there. His father was a construction worker who lost a limb when a building collapsed on him many years ago. As a child, John D'Agostino knew what it was like to watch his family's world turn upside down. He knows what you are going through because he's been there and he's right here ready to help you in your time of need. When you need someone you can trust, who you can count on and who's been there, Call John D'Agostino and his team at D'Agostino and Associates. When you work with D'Agostino and Associates, you won't be treated 
like just another foul number. You can be sure your calls will be returned, you will be kept informed and updated, and you won't be bounced around to different attorneys. If you or someone you know has been injured, call John D'Agostino at D'Agostino & Associates at 888-24-LAW-24 and ask for John himself. That's 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, John D'Agostino. He's been there and he's right here to help you today. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. So I'm looking at my uh, email, and you can send me an email at dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. From our friend Sal, who um, is a friend of the program, he says, Hello, Dominic. That actress and teacher who made comments about Detective Rivera's uh, funeral have been drinking too much toilet bowl water. Also, uh, Chesley Chris was playmate of the year, gorgeous, and those who bullied her into suicide need to call an airstrike on themselves. Sounds like not a bad idea to me, but I'm looking here at our screen, and our buddy Dominic from Wapping Just Falls says that uh, he disagrees with me, that freedom of speech no matter what. Is that accurate, Dominic? Yes, Dominic. How are you? Uh, what? <laughs> Why, why does everybody have a problem with Wappinger Falls? I, I don't have a problem. Oh, you mean pronouncing it sometimes? Yeah, they can't, can't pronounce it. They want me to spell it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, I feel like I live in another country. No, no, no. You you live, uh, what, about 90 miles, 90 minutes from New York City, give or take? Oh, no, about, uh, yeah, about it's about an hour and 20 minutes with by, with the train. Okay, okay. So now, so oh. so Dominic, so you disagree with me, and you feel that well, people should just be able to post whatever they want to? No, no, that's that's not what 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 I what I want to say is this: the, the guy who did the thing with the cops, he did the blood thing and all that. No, that's absolutely unacceptable. As far as the girl killing herself because of bullying, that's definitely unacceptable. What, what I'm I'm saying is the girl who was saying stuff about the cops and, and having the streets blocked and everything. That was her opinion. Whether I like it, whether you like it, that was her opinion. We have to be very careful about um, uh, when, when people express their dismay about something. we got to be careful that we don't, um, you know, silence people. I, I, I'm for freedom of speech, and, and it seems like, Every day, I feel like we're getting uh, we're getting away from that. Where people people do not have a right to say certain things anymore. Okay, but, but Dominic, but Dominic, let, say let, things about white supremacy. Well, let let me uh, let me push back a little bit. So, Officer Rivera was not even, um, for lack of a better term, was not even in the ground yet. And this woman was throwing digs at a man that cannot defend himself. He's no longer here. 
the last time I checked, she's not an expert on how the police should handle themselves. What, why is it necessary to state that he probably did his job incorrectly, as she did? Dominic, like I said, she's an idiot, okay? She was talking uh, 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 on both sides of her mouth. She had no idea what she was talking about. I disagree with every single word she said. That officer deserves respect from everyone. I, but unfortunately, she doesn't uh, feel that way. It was her opinion. I don't like it, but I just think we got to really protect freedom of speech. I'm not saying freedom of, of, of bullying people. I'm not saying that. Freedom of speech. If I dislike something or I dislike the way things are, 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 are being handled, I feel I should have a right to say something. And she lost her job over that. And I think that's totally uncalled for. She should have been reprimanded or maybe she should have got, um, uh, you know, uh, two weeks without pay. But to fire someone over some stupid comment that she made, I think we're crossing a line here that we really should really start thinking about. Okay. All right. Well, I I hear you, Dominic, and I, I thank you for the call and I hope that your family is well. Thank you. From Wapping Just Falls, <laughs> let's go to Tom in Suffolk County. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, I tell you, I hope those words haunt that woman all through her days. hope people that know her, that know where she is, would shoot that, shoot that right back in her face because that was horrible. She didn't have to do that. Why was she all, who, who, who videotaped her? How was she? Why she she, she videotaped herself. Yeah, why do that? You know, if you had something to say, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think she was a low-grade actress. Maybe she wanted this controversy. Maybe it was, she thought it would be for her own benefit. No, no. Hey, Tom, I, Tom, I hear you, but I, I don't think anybody wants this because she has basically erased herself. I, I don't think I don't think anyone uh, wants this. And so I, I thank you for the call. I thank you for the uh, call, Tom. And so, uh, again, you know, I, I'm not trying to personalize this, folks. I'm just trying to explain to you. 99.9% of the comments that I receive, right, are positive. You folks show me much love. But there's one individual that I don't take his telephone call on this program anymore, and he keeps trying to disguise himself in making comments about me on social media. And he's calling me repeatedly a coon. Now, do you think that I want to wake up to that every morning with someone calling me a coon and my kids have got to see that and my grandkids have got to see that? That's the reality, folks, of some social media. Yes. Well, Dominic, why are you not focusing on the positive, the 99.9%? Because one person, because I don't say on the radio what he wants me to say, calls me a coon on social media. And that's how my day starts on Instagram. It's not, it's not a, uh, it's not, it's not a, uh, a fun feeling at all folks. And so if I feel that way and I can handle it, but now I can't, I can't respond in kind because I'm a public figure, right? So I got to just eat it. I just got to take it. But then some people Take it, take it, and can't take it anymore. Again, one of the prettiest women in the world and Miss USA jumps out of a window and cites bullying online. 
Let's go to uh, Marianne. Marianne, and coming up, we're going to be talking to Pat Russo. He's going to be calling in. We will discuss the police and the community through the prism, if you will, of uh, the the cops uh, boxing program, cops and kids boxing program for for young people and how they're making a difference. Marianne in New York City. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I am so proud of you and Rita, too. Uh, I am really disgusted with what that other Dominic told you about that despicable woman that not only insulted two cops, but she also made sure that the whole world known by sending those tweets to insult. And then we have someone like Dominic saying that he actually is against what she said, but he's defending that woman. Let me tell you, Dominic, I am Spanish. And those cops, besides protecting us, they are Spanish. I don't know what that woman has in her mind that she is insulting. She's not only despicable talking about cops, but she is insulting the family of those people, I am so happy that she was disgusted. And let me tell you, the Spanish community, she is Spanish, but she's a snake. And we're going to make sure that she never got a job because she's insulting those people that are defending kids from getting killed in the street, all people that are being killed in the street, those people that are being killed in the trains, and our economy that is bringing down because that party that she belongs to wants to do it killing the blacks, killing the Spanish, and killing everywhere. We are going against people like that. And Dominic, shame on you. I'm talking about that, Dominic. You are a dumb. Yeah, right, you're referring to Dominic from uh, Wapping Just Falls. Okay, well, Marianne, I, I thank you for the call. And so, folks, uh, in, in a few minutes, I've got to take a break. But so the person that I just uh, referred to a second ago ran to Instagram and put a comment up. And and this person is really sick. And this person doesn't understand that I'm about to involve law enforcement in the situation. And, and he says, um, yes, I called you an Uncle Tom. The way you come came at the first black Manhattan district attorney to please white listeners your station consists of. Folks, this is really sick. So this individual does not want me to tell the truth. He just wants me to advocate on behalf of black people. This is sick. This is, and this is my exact point about social media. And then he goes on to say, and you tap dance like a Sambo. This is what this is what this guy is saying. And he calls other shows and he's as nice as can be, but when it on this station, but when it comes to me, because I'm a black host, he wants me to do the black line. And because I won't do it, he attacks me. And one more tweet, one more comment from this person, I'm taking it to law enforcement. So because I don't I don't play like this, and you're not gonna bully me. And I'm going to call it the way I see it. Dominic Carter here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to uh, let's go to Carol. Carol from New Jersey. Good morning, Carol. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi there, Dominic. Listen, I'm not on social media whatsoever because I don't want people harassing me. 
I don't want strangers trying to contact me, people that I don't want to associate with. I just will never be on it. That's the way I am. Mm -hmm. I'll go on the Internet. I'll send emails to people. But I had somebody from a radio station trying to contact me, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that because I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to mention that poor um, Chesley Chris. Uh, you're right. She was a beautiful woman, and what was done to her was horrible. But, you know, I had my own issues when I was growing up because I'm kind of on the short side. And um, I always felt a little inadequate, you know, that people were teasing me and making fun of me. And um, my own mother, I mentioned something about modeling her, and she said to me, well, you're too short. You can't become a model. <laughs> and I, I was momentarily upset, but mm-hmm. as time went on, I, I, I was able to deal with it. I just put it in the back of my mind. I didn't let it bother me. I mean, it hasn't hurt me because I played tennis. I played basketball in high school, and I was short. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it is. Right. And Kate Moss, the model, uh, she's not that tall at all compared to other models, supermodels and models. And she became a big star, and she's not that much taller than I am. So, Well, the bottom, Carol, I, I thank you for the call. And, and the point to that is that we, we should not let any – uh, limita- limitations um, stop us and that we should pursue uh, any goal that we have in, in mind. But the bottom line is, is this folks, if, if a former Miss USA commits suicide and cites uh, cyber bullying, then something is terribly, terribly wrong. Time for a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we will talk to uh, retired cop Pat Russo, who runs the NYPD Cops and Kids Boxing Program. We'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And joining me right now is someone who is on the front line each and every day trying to help save New York City and young people in particular. Pat Russo, a retired NYPD officer, but Pat also runs the Cops and Kids Boxing Program, a wonderful program that helps take at-risk kids off the street. Good morning to you, and I want to begin this way. Your boxing program for the kids is very successful, teenagers and and younger. But is it accurate that you're only in one borough? No, currently we're in two boroughs. It's our intention and our hopes and prayers that we could be, uh, we could have presence in every borough of our city. So a a program like yours, as you know, I grew up near the uh, Webster PAL Center in which they used to have a a big boxing program there. But I would think that a program like yours would be citywide. And and trust me, it needs to be. Since since we last spoke and the the last time I appeared on your program, my phone has not stopped ringing. Why don't we have this in the Bronx? Why don't we have this in Harlem? Why don't we have this in Queens? And which is reason the reason I reached out to you. 
Dominic. I, I need your help. I need your help. We need we need presence in every borough. As as Mayor Adams takes on the uh, takes on the, the gun initiative that he announced recently, we have to go after those recidivist criminals that are out there and incarcerate them and rehabilitate them. But we need to get to those kids that are trapped in a, a cycle of despair. And you've seen it. I know you've seen it in the Webster houses. I had one of my best gyms in the basement of the Webster houses, and I want to bring it back. But you've seen it. If we don't get to these kids before the streets get to them, before the gangs get to them, before the criminal element gets to them, they, they don't have a chance. And it's just, I, I, it would be my dream. I don't know. I don't. I know it's not possible to have one, to have some kind of program that brings cops and inner city youth together in every command of the city, in all 75 commands in the city, because we need that relationship back again between. Uh, I, I know. You, I know your history. You, you had uh, mm-hmm. Coach Bill. You had mm-hmm. Coach Bill. That was your football coach. And you yes. said he was the guy that gave you a knock on the head and say, Dominic, you got to get back on the right track. You got to get on right. the right track because the right. streets are going to eat you alive. That's right. And and that's why, Pat, that's why I have so much respect for you. I know that you run your own successful uh, business in Brooklyn. What type of business is it again? Because I, I to my mind, I think of a, a meat business. Is that accurate? Yes, it, it's, it's called Chef Choice, and we're in the heart of Flappers, Brooklyn. And all my customers are West Indians. We cater to the West Indian community. And so, and and you also are a strong believer in community policing, correct? Correct. I, I had the privilege of being part of a pilot project for community policing, the CPOP program in mm-hmm. the 72 Sunset Park area. And and a lot of what made this the safest city in the, in, uh, in the country came out of that precinct. Because Absolutely. It, 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 it's a simple concept, and that's exactly what Mayor Adams has to do. You have to get make it keep it simple. You have to meet with the community, pick out the top three problems that are facing that in the community, and work with the community to solve that problem. And and the biggest problems probably that were there that, at that time were narcotics, infiltration of narcotics, which which creates larcenies and prostitution and all the other problems that come with narcotics. You gotta tackle that and uh and and go after the recidivists. There were okay, small but... amount small amount of perpetrators out there that just commit a large amount of the crimes. Focus on them and then if you don't have a working relationship with the district attorney's office, this can't work. Right. He's got he's got to sit down with all five district attorneys and say, I need a liaison to my precinct commanders. We need to target individuals that are destroying our inner cities, target them and arrest them and incarcerate them. You remove them. Your crime is going to drop dramatically immediately. And and I, I agree with you. I, Pat, I agree with you. But you but the community also must have some programs, some to benefit the young people. No, and that, to that's... me, to me, your program is a no brainer. 
You, you've had several boxers that have gone professional. You have literally changed kids' lives. You have literally taken kids that you and I know that God knows what they would be doing right now, and some of them have actually become New York City police officers. Yes, they have, and that and that's my biggest accomplishment. We we have a kid fighting for the world championship, the lightweight championship of the world, Chris Colbert in February, and I, and I love him, and I'm very proud of him. But um, as proud, if not more proud, of the kids that came through the program that were definitely on the right, wrong track, and we put them on the right track, and they were uh, New York City police officers. And being that we're doing this 30 years, I got a couple of first-grade detectives out there just because they became great cops, because they knew the streets, and they knew how to go after the people that that were destroying their neighborhoods. So— but, but explain uh, this to me. Explain this to me because I only have a few minutes left. So you're in two boroughs out of five, the cops and right. kids uh, boxing program. But I don't understand why you're not in five boroughs out of five, especially now as the city is about to crack down on crime. Yeah. So so this is a, this is a call out to all your listeners and all the listeners to WABC. We need location. I need a location in the Bronx. I need a location in Queens, and I need a location in in Manhattan. And the easiest fix right now, and I'm I'm asking the mayor, maybe you could uh, broker a meeting with the New York City Police Athletic League. They have locations in all those uh, boroughs. We need to we need to bring it together and uh, and put and put a cops and kids program in all those uh, facilities. That would be the easiest, fastest fix. Wow. And so, you know, Pat, I I have so much respect for you because of you are in the tradition of my coach, Bill, in terms of you are saving lives. But the fact of the matter is you can't do it by yourself. No, I I can't. We we do this. The NYPD boxing team now runs this program all on a volunteer basis on our spare time. It's not a full time job. We're doing this by this seat of our pants and it shouldn't be done this way it's such an important program that it that it really should have the backing of like a big organization where like like the new york city police athletically it's what it's what it was founded for right right so pat russo a retired ny uh pd cop who runs the um the uh cops and kids boxing program let's bring this conversation full circle how can people uh, help and, and how can they reach you as, as a uh, final question here? Or is there a website? Well, we do have a web, website. It's nypdboxing.com and Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. You can see the great work our kids are doing. At It's at NYC Cops and Kids. Why do you do, I'm closing this way, why do you do what you do? Like I said before, it's a labor of love. I just enjoy. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's a lot of work, and the kids. The kids are tough kids. They're hard kids, but the uh, the satisfaction when you get a kid that comes back and gives you uh, maybe five, six years later, when you lose touch, when they move on from the program, they come back and they give you that uh, "You changed my life" speech, and it's it's worth it. Believe me, it's worth it. And 
And, and it's what every cop wants to do. We don't want to lock people up. We want to just put people in a better place. But if you do break the law, there got to be consequences for bad behavior. Pat and, and that's Russo, what we from, teach our kids from, in the program. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for what you do. One, for your past service as a police officer to the city of New York, and now even more importantly, for what you do helping young people teaching them discipline. It's not about boxing per se. It's about discipline. It's about making smart decisions in life. And, and I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you're doing with these kids. Thank you. Right. And it's not all about boxing. We have a classroom built right into the program and we just hired a teacher. She does homework, help resume writing and career planning. Cause that's what it's about putting the kids in a better place in life. Now, folks, Pat Russo is someone that there are people that are truly trying to make the world a better place. This man reaches oftentimes into his own pocket. He reminds me, as I said, of my coach, Bill, retired uh, white police officer, mostly giving back to kids of color and boxing, African-American and Latino and he just has a wonderful boxing program, and it, it is fabulous. We're going back to your telephone calls. Coming up at 1 a.m., uh, in just a little bit, we have Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. He will join me in about five minutes. We have been talking about the Internet, and uh, there are some good things with social media, but there are some bad things. And sometimes you have to deal, unfortunately, with nuts. And I know that personally. 99% of you only give positive things. But there's one person in particular that listens to this station, doesn't have the courage to stand up to any other host on WABC. But when it comes to me, he feels that I'm not black enough. And so he keeps uh, posting horrible comments. But... He doesn't know that it, we're one step away from getting law enforcement involved. And if you think I'm joking, people that know me know that I don't joke around. You're going to see real soon. So let's go to um, let's go to Phil. Phil is calling from the Bronx. Phil, I understand that your friend, friend almost committed suicide. Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, what was happening is they, the guy was the guy was like, you know, kind of shy with people and. He he met a bunch of much well I don't know how to put it a bunch of guys and uh, school he was going to night school or something you know like to, to pick up his GED his job needed a GED and they started harassing him and they started sending them these like like awful awful emails and stuff and really really tormenting the guy and they they it, it got so intense that based on his personality, which wasn't very strong, they just, they just got to him and he, he came to my house and he's, he was banging on the door and he, he says, tell me why I should live. I said, what the hell are you talking about? We went through this whole thing for three and a half hours. Wow. And you know, it's, it's like people, people, I can understand what you're going through with this lunatic, but you know what you have to do? You just have to just, Ignore it. I'm serious, man. You no, just no, I, I, I hear you. But but what's really bizarre is that this is a person that feels that I'm not black enough. 
Well, that's too bad. I mean, it's too bad. I, I, you know, I, I've been on the front line of this city for forty years, and this clown thinks that I'm not black enough. And so, well, you know, that's, that's that's no reason to feel bad. I mean, right. I mean, you, listen, 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 man. I, I had stuff done to me. I'm no kid, and I, I had stuff done to me as an adult that that you would you would be on the floor crying and shaking your head like I don't believe what I'm hearing, and you know what? I just totally, totally let it go. It did not phase me. I just prayed to God, said, give me strength. I got strength. And it was awful stuff. Horrible, horrible. I wound up in jail because of it for something I did not do. Mm. These people, these people were like cruel, cruel setup artists. Right. And, and the point is, I just said, chalk it up to experience. You know better. And eventually it all stopped. But the point is, I know what it's like, Dominic, to go through it. I've been through it. My friend went through it. It's 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 part of life. You got to realize this: that three percent of the human race is filled with hate and despite for other people. Right. You just have to try to avoid them. I know it must hurt you because you got family, and you don't like you say. You but don't it want doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. It's just that you know, my my daughter's in journalism. My son. My grandkids, give me a break. But, Phil, I, 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 I thank you for the call, and I really appreciate your time. And it's just one individual. So now let's bring in Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. A terrific show, as always. So so what's coming up in just about five minutes? Uh, well, a lot of things here. There is a big debate going on in New York State about a very hot-button issue and it's even more polarizing, if that's possible, than the gerrymandering, the, the debate. It's about whether or not to permanently legalize to-go drinks. Should you be able to go to a store, a restaurant, a bar, order drinks to go and walk out with them? Not surprisingly, the liquor stores are doing whatever they can to fight this. I'll tell you what's happening in Albany. I'll give you my take, and I'll tell you where we're heading with this whole debate. And uh, there is still a very real concern that we could be in a, an armed conflict with Russia sooner rather than later. I'm going to talk with Kelly Vlahos. She is somebody that's been covering foreign policy for a long time on this. And there's a fascinating podcast that I just discovered. It's called Tapes from the Dark Side. It's an investigative true crime podcast. And these true crime podcasts are all the rage now. But this is focused on bizarre and lesser known cases. I, I was I was floored uh, with some of the cases that they that they explored. So I'm going to talk with the host of this podcast, TZ Borden. Looking forward to the conversation very much. Sounds like another interesting show. I hope so. Got to keep you awake driving home. <laughs> let's go. Let's go uh, back to the telephone calls with the little time that I have left here. You select the next call. Uh, how about uh, how about Pete on Staten Island? Pete on Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. You're Hi, talking Dominic. to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Hi, Dominic. Hi, Frank. Yeah, you were talking about with suicide, you know. I actually witnessed suicide with friends of mine. I actually had one friend that jumped in front of the train on the New York train station. He actually hit the third rail and bounced back up on the other side. His name is Josh, and he was a neighborhood guy, and he survived. He, you know, he was in the hospital. How long was he in the hospital? For about a month or so. Yeah, he was he was electrocuted, but he survived. And uh, you know, I always would say to him, Josh, why did you do that? He says because I felt like I felt helpless. You know, he says I felt like the whole world was coming down on me. 
And, you know, the truth of the matter is, as long as it is a beautiful tree and a flower and all beautiful things that life that we have that God gives us, there's no reason to end it all. If you have a problem, talk about it with your friends. Well, Get counseling. Well, well said, Pete. Thank you. Well said. Let's go, Frank, uh, to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you this morning? Good morning, gentlemen. Um, Dominic, I just want to say, uh, sadly, um, when people say such um, just awful things about what, you know other people on social media or in any format, it says so much more about the person that is speaking or writing the words than it does about the person that they're trying to hurt. And um, it was very, it's very sad to hear the way you're being, you know, sort of singled out for lack of a better term. And it's too bad that people take more time to see the good in one another instead of uh, always looking to divide, especially on race. I think it's so sad. And um, the, regarding the young lady that took her life, uh, I, I came in late to, the, to hear you tonight, but I think it was due to bullying, you said? Yes, she cited bullying. And Jennifer, I just want to uh, be clear. We only have about 40 seconds left. 99.9% of the audience here is outstanding. It's just this one individual that wants me to argue almost like Farrakhan and doesn't want me to tell the truth about any situation. And, 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 and it's, it's really pointing to severe mental illness. And it's about to come to an end. I assure you of that. But, but quickly, like go, said, go right it, ahead. It says, it says more about the person speaking to you far more than it ever does about you. And I uh, just want to remind people that what that young lady did was so desperate and heartbreaking. And people try and remember, it. Um, they say courage is defined by the person that holds on for just one more moment. And that suicide Good is point. a I, I do have to I do have to step in, Jennifer, because we're out of time. Thank you. Words of wisdom. Dominic Carter here, folks. I'll see you again tomorrow. Same time, same station. Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight 77, WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.